Hey everybody, thanks for listening to this first episode of First Serve, a weekly tennis podcast. Myself and probably the smartest person I know when it comes to tennis, Dan Scott, are going to be talking about what's going on on the tour, and there's no time like the present to start for obvious reasons. The US Open is right around the corner, but first, there's a couple more stops on the calendar. We've seen a few Americans winning some events in Mexico and California, and now coming up we have the Rogers Cup in Canada and the Cincinnati Masters the week afterwards. So it's time to get to work. This is a conversation recorded from Sunday, so there's a few things that have happened since, but pretty much everything we talk about here is relevant. Take a listen. It's only about 15 minutes. You won't regret it. Let's go. All right, man, we're, we're, uh, we're in August, so we already know what we're looking forward to now. U.S. opens down the road, which means the tour is making its U.S. slash North America stops. You just mentioned Mexico. Um, City Open is having its finals today, but obviously the most notable of all these stops is Montreal. Um, oh, well, Canada in general for the Rogers Cup because we have the two big names in there, Roger Federer and Nadal. Um, yeah, man. Well, what's Nicky most looking forward to there? Um, I think that I, I'm excited to see Roger obviously back on a hard court because I think that I don't know. We see him. We see him win Wimbledon. We see him not really be, even be tested throughout the tournament. And then you remember that it's Roger Federer, and you know that's that's his that's his tournament. So like, I mean, it's kind of uh, re levels the playing field, so to speak. I think the hard the hard swing, the North American hard swing. But um, I mean, the last time these two guys were in a tournament together was the Miami final, and and Roger again looked kind of you know unbeatable there too. So. Now there's the French Open in between. A lot of time has passed. It's kind of like the a checkup, if you will. Like you know, we saw the you know the first half of the season on the hard court was one one storyline. Let's see now if it's going to be Roger again because I think Roger's got to be the favorite for the U.S. Open, and I think he's clearly the favorite here in Montreal um, with Murray out, Djokovic out, uh, Stan out. Um, so I I think it's I, I think we have a good shot at another at Fedal. I think it would be. Um, I think it's 38 at this point. I think we have a good shot at seeing that final. Yeah, that's uh, you just mentioned some of the names that are being that are going to be out. That's been the other storyline that's kind of developing this summer is the amount of people that are picking up injuries and that are going to be uh, away from the U.S. tournament and the lead up to to the U.S. Open, or rather. Um, so, who are the names beyond the obvious ones? Which is you just mentioned two of the big four that are going to be out that you are looking towards that you're looking at this month. I know we were talking about Zverev earlier. Um, I saw Roundich has a uh, list at number six seed in, at the Rogers Cup, but, like, what name past oh, those yeah. two are you looking at? I mean, dude, it's – it's there really isn't much, It's which is crazy to say. I'm look, I mean, I think that – I mean, Stan's, Stan and Novak aren't going to be at the U.S. Open, right? So those guys are out. Uh-huh. Chilich, Chilich should be back. And Murray should be back, but both of those guys—it's a lot. It's a huge ask to come in and expect them to do well in the U.S. Open without getting these reps beforehand. Even if you don't make a deep run in Montreal or Cincinnati next week, you, you need to—you need to get out on the court and play matches and and get your timing down and, and build up some you know some type of confidence before U.S. Open. So, looking at the draw now without those names on it. Looking for some of the names that you're asking me, like the next the next tier, there really aren't that many. 
Um, so if this tournament is supposed to be any type of you know example for how the U.S. Open is going to go, I mean, there really aren't that many names that I think are going to be contending. I, I, I like, like I said, Roger and, and Rafa are obviously the, the safe choices for the final. Past that, I think Zverev. I mean, he, he, he's playing at a level that's so high right now. And if you're buying into the idea that Zverev's going to be a future number one, it's certainly feasible that like his rise to that is already underway. It's already happened. I mean, I was looking through um, the live race. So like, you know, with the, with, with the rest of the tournament points in play, like not being counted into the, the race. So just based on this year's points. Right. Uh, Zverev should be finishing the season four. I mean, he's four right now, and he should be four at the end of the year too. Almost, almost like you know, just just by getting by the rest of the year, he should finish the year at four. Team should finish the year at three because Stan's not gonna get any more points. He's gonna fall. Novak's done, and there there's no one else that's gonna jump them. I think Murray's gonna be finish the year five, which is a ridiculous thought. But um, so yeah, I mean, I think we're already seeing that that swing. Um, where it's like Zverev is the only other name, and like Zverev is going to become one of the the household names. Um, so that's an important. I think that's the storyline to see because it's very easy to say that on paper. I mean, the the kid just won a tournament, is going to win a tournament now. He's up a break in the second against Anderson. So that's when you really start to see the progression and that jump that people speak of between champion and good player. It's that that consistency to win a tournament. You know, pack your bags, take a day off. You know, have that first round by, then come in and win another tournament. So if Zverev comes out and looks convincing in Montreal, then I think that he is. It, it's just you're going to start looking at him as a top three player. That's it. It's not going to be like when is the, when is the rise coming? I think he can really. That's going to be his third big tournament of the season if he can. I, and I'm talking about him winning this tournament. I think that that's it's the, those are the stakes that I'm I'm dealing with here, not just having a good run. I think winning this tournament. If he could win Montreal, then um, you know, this it's it's Roger. Rafa on, on clay, of course, and then like deserves the guy. So it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I want to talk about another guy, Sam Query, because he made it to the uh, the final in Mexico. Um, and obviously he beat uh, Murray on his way to to uh, to the semis at Wimbledon. Uh, based on what you've seen from him, is is uh, I mean, I guess I want to ask the same question that we were ask, asking about Ostapenko going into Wimbledon is someone like query someone that you could you would be expecting deep runs from this month or was that no. just, was that just a flash in the pan i had a feeling that you no. would say that <laughs> because because here's the deal and it's I, I it's a very good question because i think to many players they watch query um just this is just a kind of like a a real life thing is that when you see query on tv it, it's probably going to be wimbledon because of like you know television broadcast and stuff like that and like i feel like a lot of americans will see him they see the game they see his serve they see the shots like why is this guy not contending for titles right and then and then it's just for the guys that, that watch you know, the nuts that watch tennis on a day-to-day basis they see the, his level change from whether it be match to match or tournament to tournament he's just a guy that can't consistently keep it all together he can put it together for short spurts but he can't keep it together and um it's funny that you're saying that that, that uh, you know. Do I think of anything from Query going forward? Because he's had this this run in Los Cabos, and obviously Wimbledon. We all saw what he did, and um, those are two. I mean, he's he's a favorite. He's a he's the favorite by the by the, the 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 bookmakers in his first round match against Mueller, and I think that that's a lot based on the two tournaments you said, Los Cabos and Wimby. But 
he's such a good grass quarter so that the Wimbledon results are like no, nothing that you can compare to this the season that's ahead of him in the North American hard courts. Also, Los Cabos is not like any of the courts he's going to see here in Montreal and certainly not in, in Cincinnati. Those are like super, super slow courts, and it's so freaking hot in Los Cabos that they have to start those matches at night. It's, it, it's, it's the only other tournament that you can really compare Los Cabos to is Acapulco, which is the other very slow, outdoor, hard Mexican tournament that he won earlier in the season. So isn't, it, it's interesting that like his two titles are the, the two Mexican titles, but he doesn't really have great success outside of that. So he's a player... This is a very verbose way of saying he's a he's a player that does well when the when the conditions suit him, but he's not the type of player that's going to come out and um, you know really out out hit other players on a court that he's not you know fully comfortable on. So I don't I don't think I think he's going to lose in the first round to Mueller here, and I don't really expect much from him in the U.S. Open. He's never done well historically, um, so that's yeah, flash in the pan. He's he got some help from the courts, but you know, cap off to him. He's gonna, he won a tournament, another tournament, so good for him. Uh yeah, uh I was about to say just to confirm that he won um uh in three to uh yesterday and he's gonna be playing again on Tuesday. We'll see if he, he loses that first round uh matchup. Um, it's gonna be a good one. Um Kyrios. Reti- we've yeah. seen we've a couple big names retiring matches lately and he's one of them. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I it's this is one of the toughest talking points because like I'm looking at the draw and, and I'm I'm trying to find where Zverev loses, who he loses to, and he's got a third round match against Kyrgios. If Kyrgios can get there, and earlier in the season the two played, uh, I think it was Miami um, on an outdoor hard court, of course, and uh, Kyrgios bullied him, just bullied him, just the better player. So between now and then Zverev's come light years uh, you know development wise and progression wise to zoomed up the rankings and Kyrgios has gone backwards so if they do face off in that third round it's going to be interesting because obviously I've been talking up Zverev but Kyrgios like I said the last time they played like just was the better player just anyone could watch that match and they would have told you he was the better player just no doubt about it so uh, that's that that could be the match of the tournament you know it depends Kyrgios has Two tough rounds to go before he gets there. We'll see. I, I there's there's nothing on paper that should that tells us that Kyrgios is going to do well. But just knowing who he is, he can he can you know he could make a semifinal or he could make win the tournament. He's one of the best players in the world. Right. There's another player that's going to be out um, uh, uh, this month uh, actually for the rest of the season. Djokovic and officially on paper is because of the elbow. Um, we've known this. Since, we've known this since la- last month or a couple, couple weeks ago. But everybody also assumes that that's also somebody that just just needs a a, a break from uh, from the sport. So I mean, I'm 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 trying to guess. Like, is this the last that we ever hear of Djokovic? The type of Djokovic that we've heard this year, where every every single tournament we're wondering where his head's at instead of where his game is at or where his fitness is at. I'm not really sure, man. It's a good question. I, 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 I could see it going either way. I, I, but I honestly, I think if if we had to, you know, give a likelihood of of the two scenarios, I think the more likely is what you said that we we don't see Novak come out and and ever play as dominant as we saw him in the past. Because with him, it's it's and this is something I've always said about him is that um you know he didn't he's never had that one 
killer shot that like he he relied on it was always that he played at just such a perfect game you know kind of all aspects of it with such small margins and like now that he's lost that it's tough to get back there you know if you have this you know if you have a Goran serve you're off tour you're not competitive for a few years you can come back and like you know rely on that and that that shot's still your your bread and butter but like I I he, he would have to come back and just play better you know such surgical tennis and it's such a hard ass coming back especially after such a, a long layoff of time i i don't know I, I i really can't see him coming back and playing at the top 10 level I, and and at that point you know he might just he might just end end it all you know retire for good i think because it's it's honestly it's not we've seen nothing like this in the past and with the sport um where guys just kind of out of nowhere hit a wall like that after playing i mean when, when Djokovic was playing in 2015 winning all those tournaments he was playing the best arguably the best tennis that any player of all time has put together over a 12-month you know period so f- to come off such an extreme high and hit such an extreme low in such a short period of time i don't think we've seen it in the sport we definitely haven't seen it recently i'd have to you know, check me if I'm wrong about that. But I, so it wouldn't surprise me, like I said, for him to just, you know, hang it up because it's this is nothing we can compare to anything in the past. This is, you know, it's a human thing. You, if you hit such a high and then can't get results, what's the point? You know, I could at least level with him if he w- was to hang it up. But I think he's going to at least come back. The, the fact that Agassi's sticking with him long term shows that he's at least committed to trying to get back. Um, who knows? He can come back and win, win a slam or two. I don't know. Um, but we'll have to just watch that kind of unfold as we go because there's really no way to analyze it or speculate now. Well, he knows. Maybe his family knows. Maybe Andre Agassi has a clue. But um, the only one that truly knows is him. Oh, well, the thing is that for so long, we just have to keep assuming that the big four is going to be the big four because <laughs> it's just been around for so long so until we see but, but, otherwise but now no now is like oh, man, now, now it's looking the shakiest yes i, I do it's know. looking shaky i because murray mostly because of murray yeah i was about to say mostly because of murray and Djokovic. murray is yeah murray and Djokovic, and then stan again stands you know he's not old but uh, this it's a lot of time to be taking off and then like you know because it's not just this year he's off it's like not everyone is roger federer who comes off of a long layaway of time and wins a, wins the Aussie Open, wins a slam. You know what I mean? Like for most players, most most normal humans, you got to allow you know at least a solid half year after a long injury like that. So then, if Stan misses you know the Aussie and the French, he's never been a threat at Wimbledon. And then you know he's then he has zero form leading up to the U.S. Open, so you can't really consider him a threat next year. Then so then it's all of 2018 as well that he's out. And you know what I mean? Then then. It's, all right, can he get back to form in 2019? And now you're already two years down the road, two years older. So you see what I'm saying? Like the big four is not is not really a, it's it's for more more or less the big two right now, and it's the the two old wily guys that everyone was you know last year around this time it was the big three, and you were wondering about Rafa and Roger, and now the times the tables completely turned. So we can't speculate because you see how quickly things change, but. Um, I do see vulnerability in that big four for the first time ever, like now, big five. A um, couple of weird stories on the women's side. Roberta Vinci got had a theft at her home and had some of her trophies stolen. And oh my god, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just starting to think like what what is up with people just robbing women's tennis stars? Like that's that's like did dude? I didn't even see the story. Did, is she like any physical things happen? No, no, there? no, no, like, no, nope. 
Nope. They just juxtaposed the trophies. Nope. They just they just came into her home, and she said, uh, she said, she didn't say it, whether it was all, but it was on a it was on an IG post that she put um, that they they took the trophies that I won over my career. That's how she put it. Oh my god! Yeah, man. bro. Yeah. So I wonder if they took the U.S. Open runner-up one. I mean, that's the one that you would look for. Yeah, because I guess because in, 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 in the in the Instagram in, in the Instagram pic, it's her holding up the the. Uh, oh my god, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. So I, do, what even happens with that? Do uh, does like, you know, does the eight the WTA rather issue a new a new trophy? You have to, right? I mean, I or is, sh- who knows, man? That's ridiculous. Yeah, that I don't. I I uh that was just a that was just a weird one. But uh non weird uh tennis news is there was an American champion at the uh, Wimbledon Juniors last last uh, week. Uh Claire, Really? Yeah, I Claire, missed that. Yeah, Claire Liu. Um apparently the first American to win is like two decades. I think it was like twenty five I think twenty five years exact. She's about seventeen years old, world number one. Um she beat an, another American girl, so just a quick shout out to her. Um yeah, shout out to her, man. Shout out to the American young Americans. Shout out to two Americans in the Stanford final tonight. I was about to say Coco uh, and Madison Keys. Yeah, that's a ridiculous match. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, that's prob- that's probably going to get going um, in a half hour. Or so yeah, now. exactly. So uh, out of those two, by the way, I'm glad that you said that. Uh, which one do you have higher hopes for this month? I still think Keys. I think Keys is a more complete pay- player. Keys looked. I watched the entire match last night against Muguruza, and Keys looked incredible incredible so like i'm talking uso and you know it's the same it's more so more open than the atp the women's side as we were just talking about how open the the men's side looks more open the women's side and keys really really look good so i think she's she's going to be contending the us open uh and she's obviously a player that every you know two of the three you know the past few us opens people were saying you know keys 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 so we'll see. She's she's the underdog today against Coco, interestingly enough. But I think he's I think he's gonna win um the tournament. But we'll see looking forward. I think that there's a ton of American names on the women's side that, Yeah, that, that's the that that's that's the contending. good thing. That's the good Even thing. Even Bellis. That, Bellis, your girl Bellis looked right. good this whole tournament. Right. There, no, the the, the women's side Be has uh, the women's side has a lot of American names, um uh in, in Serena's absence, including her sister, obviously, last Last, I mean, which last tournament that that kind of broke me. I was sick. I was, I, I, I was, yeah, uh, yeah. Your boy was hurt about that. Um, yeah, I guess Muguruza. I mean, she, she might be, she might, yeah, dude. I'm she, hoping. She I just might, don't want to talk about. Yeah, it. <laughs> we don't need to talk about it. But like, there's no reason why she can't make another run. I just, I, I just, especially wanna, in the U.S. I just want to watch and see, see, see if it happens. Um, uh, I was about to mention against Muguruza. None, neither of the sets for keys were close. Um. No, yeah. And, uh, yeah, she's going to be uh, on a court. Which is, which is when Keys is playing well, when she's able to get the lead and not and not give it back, which is she, she got up a break. She was actually down a break in the first set last night, then got it back on serve, then went up the break and didn't didn't take the foot off the gas pedal. Second set, same thing, early break, held it, protected her serve the entire set. She's focused. She's hitting well. She's moving well. I mean, these Stanford courts play really quick too, um, but – I think you know it should that should help Coco, but we'll see. I mean, it's gonna be a good match. Yeah. By the way, Keys still only twenty two. 
Yeah, man. That's that's yeah. the thing that happens with tennis players when they have like a hot start or like when you hear the name out of out of nowhere, really, really young, like CC when she had that run at the U.S. Open or yeah, when she's fifteen. Yeah, exactly. And Madison uh, Madison Keys when she like debuted with a high ranking, it's like you 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 think years later and you feel like they've been around for a long time. It's like oh yeah, not even past twenty five, not even close. Yeah, in in four years, so in twenty twenty one, we'll be saying that same thing. Oh, CC Bell's twenty two. <laughs> exactly it's crazy alright um, yeah alright so I think we're just about Let's, done here for this yeah. week we'll chat again probably around Cincinnati which is like a week before the US we'll get another one in before yep. the US yep. yep definitely the first of many alright all right, buddy I'll talk to you soon alright man